Get ready to be encouraged and equipped for the authentic life of victory God has prepared for you. Welcome to Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez. Amy is a devoted wife and mother with a passion for Jesus and a heart for those with shattered lives. She's an inspirational speaker, author, and teacher who humbly bears the scars of a broken life to reveal the transforming power of the Holy Spirit. Amy's desire is for you to walk in wholeness and live in victory. Now, here's Amy Elaine Martinez. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Real Victory Radio. I'm your host, Amy Elaine Martinez. Thank you so much for joining me for today's show. Real Victory Radio is designed to help you get ready and equipped for an authentic life of real victory. My hope is this show will encourage you to be strong and courageous and learn how to walk in wholeness and live in victory. This week, we're continuing our Get Real series by talking about getting authentic. The Bible tells us how to be authentic, how to be who God called us to be, who we really are, our true selves. And I'm so excited to introduce you to this week's guest on Real Victory Radio. Today, we're talking to my friend, author Carrie Scott. She is going to encourage us to be unafraid, be ourselves and be authentic. In her new book, Unafraid, Be You, Be Authentic, Find the Grit and Grace to Shine, she unearths the keys we need to walk this thing out. We started off this Get Real series talking about the first chapter of Joshua. Listen to what Carrie has to say about Joshua's commissioning. I'm reading from her book, Unafraid, on page 242. After Moses died, God called Joshua to become the leader of the Israelites. He'd been Moses number two, serving with him during their time in the wilderness. But now it was Joshua's turn to be number one. Remember, we talked about this. It's hard to step in and walk into someone else's shoes. God's words in Joshua 1, 7 and 8, always be strong and courageous and always live by all the law I gave to my servant Moses, never turning from it, even ever so slightly so that you may succeed wherever you go. And he continues to say, if you do these things, as you make your way through this world, you will prosper and always find success. Carrie says God's words were designed to change the way Joshua was thinking. They were giving him courage to rise and be who God made him to be. They were shifting his mindset from second in command to leader of God's children. The Lord was telling Joshua who he was and what he could do. God's words to him were laced with confidence building tools, a challenge to live with authenticity, and they came with a built in blessing for walking it out. You guys, I listened to Carrie's book yesterday in the car for like nine hours while I was driving from Oklahoma to Colorado, and all of her book had so many powerful words. Those words I just read were really powerful words. I hope that you'll take a listen to her audible book because it was so good. It was like having Carrie in the car with me and listen in to how she helps us to walk in a newfound confidence and walk this thing out. Carrie Scott is an author, speaker, and certified Bible life coach who's honest about her walk with the Lord, stumbles, fumbles, and all. She challenges women to be real, not perfect, even when it's messy. Through her ministry, she encourages women to stop living a mediocre, risk-free life and instead step onto the battlefield of life and engage. Can't you see why I love her? 
Carrie is a warrior girl. She loves coffee. And we both have a thing for words and different translations of the Bible. In fact, in her book, you are, she uses a lot of the voice, which you know I love. We met through an amazing writer group we belong to called Build a Sister Up. She lives here in Colorado with her husband, Wayne, and two children. So welcome, Carrie. I'm so glad to have you in the studio today. Thank you so much. I appreciate being here. Absolutely. Hey, Carrie, will you tell us just a little bit about your ministry, who you are, and just introduce yourself a little bit. Absolutely. So I do live in um, northern Colorado, so about an hour north of Denver. And for the past, I don't know, 12 years, I've been doing this ministry thing that I never really wanted to do. It's so funny that um, God calls you into things when you don't, when you least expect it. You know, I was just going on with my life, doing my thing, and God called me into this the speaking ministry. And so I've been speaking for over 12 years and it, it was probably about five years ago that God called me into writing. And it has been such a beautiful addition to my ministry because I realized all those crazy thoughts in my head needed to find paper just for me to survive. So there are times when I'm, you know, really messy in my head or I've got crunchy stuff going on in my life. And my husband will look at me and say, I think you probably need to go write. You know, so I love the writing aspect of my ministry because it gives me an opportunity to really share in a different way um, where God has showed up in my life and um, how God has really taken such a wretched soul that I was and and redeemed me and restored me. And I just love the opportunity to talk and share any way that I can. Carrie, you've written three books. Tell us a, just a, the names of them, just a snippet about each one. Okay. Um, the first book I wrote was Untangled. That was really about my journey to finding freedom from the insecurities that had just tangled up my life since I had a, had been abused at the age of four. And so it really was a book that I wrote for me. Um, I love that it's connected with women because these, this insecurity is really struggle that we all face. It's what knits us together as women. Um, but this book has been, it just kind of started the ball rolling, um, with the, what I wanted to share with the world. So the whole idea is to get untangled, let God loosen the knots of insecurity in your life. Cause I can't do that on my own. I tried. Um, so so then I wrote a second book, Uncommon, and that was like the next step. So once you're untangled and you're standing there, if you can get this image in your mind and you're standing there and all of the shackles and the things that have kept you in bondage are laying at your feet, the common thing to do is to pick them back up and drape them on you because it's your normal. It's what you know. But the uncommon thing is to take a step out of those and live differently. So the second book was all about how are we going to live our lives differently now that we're not so um, tangled up in insecurity. So it really was a battle cry. I wrote Untangled Under the Sheets of My Bed, Under the Blankets. I wrote Uncommon on Top of the Hill. It was a battle cry for women to be and to live differently. So two different um two different books, uh, but kind of in sequential order. And then this last one, Unafraid, is really about finding the courage to be who God made you. Because the world 
glorifies the fake and encourages counterfeit living, be a certain way, look a certain way, act a certain way. And we lose who we really are because we're trying to fit into the, who the world says we should be. So this book is really a challenge um, that now that you're untangled and now that you're living in common, this is really a challenge for you to step out and find that confidence to be exactly who God made you, even if it's not who the world says is absolutely amazing. You know what? I think the best thing about your books is that they are so very relatable. When you talk, when you, yesterday when I was listening to you in the car, it was really like we were just sitting there having a conversation. The way that you write and the way that you relate to women in your different, you know, the things that you've gone through and the places where you have found victory is so relatable because it doesn't really matter what it is for each of us because it's going to be different. But the principles that are in all three of your books are so powerful and there's so many ways to practically apply God's truth to our lives in them. So I love your books and I'm so glad that you are with us today. Let's talk about why you wrote Unafraid and what's what do you hope that it's going to accomplish in the heart of the readers? Well, I, like I said a second ago, we are so immersed in a culture that glorifies the fake and glorifies, you know, or tells you this is, this is what you need to be, what you need to do, how you need to live your life to be loved, to be acceptable. And so we fall into these, um, these counterfeit ways of living because we want to be seen and known and loved. So I think that that desire we have is very real, but I think we're getting mixed up in our head. And so instead of, you know, I am a, I'll give you a hard, a hard example here. I'm a very emotional person. And sometimes people will say, you're so dramatic. And, and I want to say, and so I start feeling shame and guilt for that. And so I try to just suck it up buttercup and act like nothing bothers me and I'm okay when inside I'm dying. So what's happening is rather than just being the emotional creature that I am and, and letting that part of me be okay. And, and for me to surround myself with people that find that acceptable and lovable and a carryism, if you will, um, what I end up doing is tucking away my crazy and tucking in all of those unacceptable things. And then I'm not living who I really am. And so I'm never really happy and feeling joy. And I always feel like I'm having to hide myself to just be loved. And we just get into, we just become a hot mess. So what I really wanted to do with this book is to encourage women to to stand up and, and find a way to be, to be happy and, um, to accept who God made them because they were made on purpose and with a purpose, you know, God wasn't in a bad mood when he made you, he made you with intention and with purposeful design. And so I want women to embrace that even if they are not who the world says is amazing, they really are amazing because God chose them and everything about them very carefully. He did. He made us fearfully and wonderfully and so beautifully. And all of us are unique and we have different purposes and different designs for what he wants us to do. I talk a lot about the territory that he has designed for us and staking the claim out there in the kingdom and walking out what God has designed us to do. And that's going to be absolutely different for every single person. One of the things that I love in your book is that you refer to scripture so much and you guys... Carrie is a word nerd, kind of like I am, me. I am. I am. I own it. <laughs> we are. We love to look at words and to see how they 
come together to create different ideas and ways that we can really apply scripture to our lives. One thing that Carrie did in Unafraid was to use an acrostic word, authentic, to unpack nine ways women can find their much needed confidence. Can you share with us a little bit about that? Mm -hmm. I like, I have to have, I'm a visual person. So if I can see an acrostic or if I can paint a picture for you to to remember things, that always helps me. And so I use the word um, authentic and let me just read what it is. I'll just um, go straight down the list. So A is accept your awesomeness. U is unearth the untruths. T is try loving everyone. H is hold on to hope. E is extend and embrace forgiveness. N is never shrink back. T is trample the negatives. I is invest in community. And C is camp in the word. And so I use those are different chapters. And and what I'm encouraging with every one of those is how can we, how can these ideas and concepts help us live authentic in our everyday life? And it's everywhere from working on who you are to thriving in community. So it really does cross the whole gamut of your life on how you can walk out authenticity. I think that it really does look at every single area of our life. I found yesterday when I was listening that the chapters that really stuck out to me were never shrink back, which it's a lot of your you know story of things that are going on in your life right now. And also the camp in the word of God. Mm-hmm. We are Jesus girls. We are Bible loving, Bible reading girls, but we didn't weren't always like that. Exactly right. (laughs) And what I have found is there are still times I'm not, to be honest with you, when I get in the thick of things and when life feels so big, sometimes the last place I go is the word. I go to like animal crackers or I hide in bed and watch all of my chick flicks or I, um, you know, do something else that is just solitary and, and confining and what, um, what I'm really trying to encourage myself to do and, and my readers to do is, if you sit in the word of God, it does not go come back void. So if you can sit and just soak in some of that scripture, write them down, repeat them, read them in different translations, because when you do that, they sound different um, and, and they mean more because you've always heard it read in the NIV. So if you go to the voice, it says it different and you're like, whoa, like that just brought it to life. But there really is power in the word. There really is. And so I think we get tired of people going, you need to be in the Bible. You need to be in the Bible. But you need to be in the Bible. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. You need to be in the Bible. I didn't always love going to the word. And there are lots of times when that's not where I naturally go. But I do find, and you said this in your book, that when we go to the Bible and when we spend time with the Lord, we never walk away unchanged. It's never time that's wasted. It's always something that lifts us up, encourages us, and helps us to walk out who we truly are. How do you think that being authentic carries out in our lives of living the victorious life? Can you speak into that? Well, I think um, there's power behind our authenticity. If we are who we really are and we are operating in the strengths and the giftings that God gave us, I believe that we're going to be up against more battles than we ever knew, but that there is victory because we've got Jesus backed, you know, we're backed by the power of Jesus. So I, I wish that what happened was, um, when we decided to follow the Lord, that he kind of cleared the path for us and we could walk out our giftings and our callings and, and, you know, nobody could really get to us and there was no, um, no struggles we came up against. That's absolutely 
false. If anybody tells you that, they are lying to you. But I think what happens is when we are actually walking our, out our lives in authenticity, it means that we are connected to God. It means we are connected to our power source, which absolutely gives us victory, even if victory looks different than what we thought victory would look like. I think that is very, very true. One of the things that I loved in your book was that you really unpacked the idea of the fruits of the spirit. And one of the things that I say often is that we already have everything we need to be victorious. We already have everything living on the inside of us because of the Holy Spirit, because of what Jesus did on the cross. And you unpacked those so beautifully. Is there any part of that that you could share with us about the fruits of the spirit and how they are grown? Yeah, that was really fun to to learn is that we, he didn't give us, um, you know, the fruit takes time to grow. So if he doesn't, we, we aren't expected to just have it immediately. It's not like I invite Jesus into my life. I let him decide he's going to be the Lord of my life. And then I all of a sudden have, you know, uh, love and peace and patience and kindness. They are grown. But what I love is that we have access to those. They are already in us. And so if we're praying for the Lord to give patience, for example, which I need a tremendous amount of, have you driven in Denver traffic, right? So no I need, and, or raise teenagers or have a husband. Um, I'm just saying, but um, we, ha- if we are asking the Lord to to grow a fruit in us. He is faithful to do so. The mm-hmm. seeds are there. The, the, um, the ability for us to walk out those fruits are there, but it takes time for those fruits to grow. And sometimes we're so hard on ourselves and we'll, you know, cut ourselves down. I'm not very kind. I don't have peace. I'm not very patient. I don't love well, maybe not yet, but ask God to grow those fruits in you and, and they will come to be. He's so faithful to do it. Another question that I wanted to talk about, and this will uh, be a quick one, but we often walk in untruths because we believe the lies of the enemy. And one of the steps to gaining confidence and living an authentic life is to unearth the truth about battling against the lies that Satan tells us about our lives, about ourselves, about our situation. What types of lies do we tend to believe and how can we fight back? Oh, gosh. I have a million kajillion lies that I believe as simple, as simple as, um, just this morning I was like, Oh my gosh, look at the wrinkles on my face. I'm just my, I mean, look at this. I'm not aging gracefully or I left, you know, my keys somewhere and I can't find them. I'm so stupid. Or I wish I was a better friend. She always reaches out to me or, you know, whatever the lie might be, you, what you tell yourself is different than what I tell myself, but we're all saying really mean, hateful things to ourselves. There's not, I have as, I have millions miles of grace for you, Amy Elaine, but for me, not so much. And I think you would probably say the same, but a friend of mine challenged me to do this and it was really hard. She said, For the next 24 hours, I want you to write down every lie, every mean thing that you say to yourself. And I want you to keep a log of it. And I'm like, totally done. And I'll beat you because I, let's make, you know, let's add dinner to it. Whoever says the most lies has to buy dinner. And we did. And 
I ended up buying dinner. I was unaware of the words that I said to myself, the lies that I was believing that I was speaking against myself. And, and it surprised me. So, you know, that might be a really good exercise for you to do, um, is to, for the next 24 hours, just jot down all the lies that you say, all the mean things you say to yourself. And, and then, you know, I took that list and I went to the Lord and I said, okay, I'm saying that I'm really stupid because I forgot peanut butter at the store. What is the truth? And then I just wait, sat and waited for him to just speak something sweet to me and kind and full of grace and comfort. And, you know, if we're not actively guarding our heart, guarding what we believe about ourselves, we're never going to live authentic because we're going to be so, um, we're trying so hard to be something that we're not. That is true. And I think that when we ask the Lord to partner with us. And we talked about this a few weeks, you guys ago, we talked about how, when we partner with God, he takes us to that next level where he is able to grow in us. The things that are already there, like you're talking about with the fruit, he grows them in us and then they become real. They become something that we walk in and that we are doing to be authentic. Carrie, I have loved our conversation today. Getting authentic is a huge part of how we start living in real victory. When we get real, we can do some amazing things in the kingdom. But before we pray, I just have a few things to talk about. I hope that today's show and Carrie and I's conversation has encouraged you to get real, to get authentic to become more ready and equipped for that authentic life of victory. You can learn more about Amy Elaine Martinez uh, ministries and read more about victorious living on my website at amyelaine.com. That's A-M-Y-E-L-A-I-N-E.com. And make sure to follow us on social media, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all the places. Check out the new YouTube channel and the uh, podcast on iTunes, where you can hear the entire Becoming a Victory Girl interview series and any Real Victory Radio messages that you need to catch up on. Please remember that Real Victory Radio is listener supported. We would love to have you join us in the victory movement to help keep the word out there and to help others to walk in wholeness and live in victory. You can join the victory movement and become a partner on our website. Before Carrie and I pray for you, here's just a few things to remember. Next week, we'll continue our Get Real series. Today, we've learned how to be authentic. Now it's time to get started walking in real life. We're going to be talking about the abundant life and what that means. So listen in and find out how we are meant for more, how we can live a life of real victory. Thanks so much for being here. And thanks for making Real Victory Radio part of your day. Carrie, would you just pray for us to really walk in the authentic life to be our true selves with the Lord with others. Yes, I would be honored. Thank you. Dear Father, I thank you so much for how you made each one of us different, how you made each one of us perfect in your sight, Lord. And I pray that we would come to learn that truth, to walk in that truth, Father, so that we can be powerful and effective for the kingdom here on earth. I just ask, Father, that you would give us the confidence to be who you made us to be, that you would give us the grit and grace to shine, and that we would, in all of our um, life, Father, find ways to be authentic with everyone else, with ourselves and with you. And I pray this in your name, Jesus. Amen. 
Father God, I do continue with that prayer, and I thank you for who you have made us to be. Would you make us more like you? Would you help us to be our, our authentic selves that we might serve you better? In your son's powerful name, we pray. Thank you, Jesus. Carrie, tell us about where we can find out more about you and your ministry. I would love for you to visit my website. It's carriescott.org. That's C-A-R-E-Y scott.org. Okay. And for Unafraid, where can we find that? You can find it anywhere books are sold, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, all the fun ones out there. It's there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's out there. And I would really encourage you guys to listen to the Audible version because it was truly like having a conversation with Carrie. And I know that we're friends, but she wants to be your friend too. I do. (laughs) And she's so much fun. We have been talking about getting authentic so that we can walk in victory. Is there one thing that you want us to know as we close out today? That God was not in a bad mood when he made you and that everything about you is, was, was painstakingly considered and thought out when the Lord made you. And so be who you are and be confident and love who you are and just live it unashamedly. Thank you for helping us to live more authentically, to walk out who we are, that who God made us to be. Because I want you guys to know, somebody out there needs to know today that who you are is exactly the way that God made you. I loved our conversation today. Carrie, it has been such an honor to get to have you on the show and to talk about Unafraid, Uncommon, and Untangled. Three great books for you guys to go check out. And remember, thanks for joining us today at Real Victory Radio, where we are inspiring listeners to walk in wholeness and live in victory. We hope you were encouraged and equipped by today's episode of Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez. Please go to amyelaine.com to find out how to receive Amy's resources, including her book, Becoming a Victory Girl. You can also listen to podcasts and see where Amy will be speaking. Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez is a listener-supported radio ministry outreach. They depend on your prayers and donations. Please go to amyelaine.com for ways you can partner with Amy in reaching listeners with the power to walk in wholeness and live in victory. Please tune in again next Saturday at 6 a.m. and 4 p.m. for Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez.